Coming up on BBP News, President Biden made first comments about perceived UFO. And will Americans be audited more? Tesla has now recalled more than a quarter of a million cars for faulty software. Welcome back, everyone. Today is Monday, February 20th. We're back for another news episode. Chris, start us off in the normal Monday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into this week. In Los Angeles County, it is mostly sunny, 69 degrees. In Houston, Texas, it is mostly clear, 80 degrees. In Chicago, Illinois, it is brightly cloudy, 42 degrees. And in New York City, it is brightly cloudy, 58 degrees. I am heading right to Houston, so I'll be back in a week. <laughs> I don't blame you. This sounds like amazing temperature. Sounds like it'd be a good vacation. You know, I don't really know what there's to do in Houston, but um, I mean, perhaps I wouldn't I, go. I'll figure it out. Uh, perhaps I wouldn't go directly to Houston. I'm sure they have some nice stuff there. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure Houston is pretty, you know, a pretty beautiful place to go. But I'd probably stick a little outside. See, I'm more of a person, like right now I go in phases, like I want to go to the water. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Here's my question, though. You say you go through phases. Do you tend to feel more like, you know, some people, they like to vacation in cities, um, in very populated areas, lots to do, lots of things to see, a lot of people to meet, or do you prefer more, you know, you said right now you're you're more of be at the water, enjoy, you know, that kind of space, have a little bit more area to yourself. Well, I go in phases, you know, I want to do it all to experience it all. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want to, I've been to New York City, done that, been there, done that. Right, right. You know, would like to go to LA, Paris, Italy, you know, those big cities. Well, Italy's not a city, but they got big cities. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I want to go to like the Colorado for the skiing. <clears throat> right. Um, Grand Canyon, the Carolinas. You know, got to go hit up all the Disney's you possibly can. Ah, uh, okay, fair, fair. So just dabble it a little bit all in there. Um, but you know, right now I just want to go to the Carolinas. Yeah, I know. I've I know. been to Florida. So I've experienced Florida. Right. I'll go back to Florida again someday because there's a lot to experience in Florida. Right. But I'm going to the Carolinas. Well, you've been talking a lot off air about going to the Carolinas as well. And, you know, that's definitely one place I would love to go. The Carolinas sound absolutely gorgeous. Um, you kind of get that midway point between it's not too hot or too humid, but it's also not cold. It's like sitting right in the middle there, and it sounds absolutely gorgeous. I want to go so badly. You know, I'm going to say it right now. I'm saying I'm going to the Carolinas this summer, mm -hmm. but I'm willing to bet I will not make it there. <laughs> we believe in you. We believe in you. But I am putting my foot down. If it doesn't happen this summer, it is happening next summer. Okay. Goals. Um, will it happen next summer? Probably not. But it's <laughs> happening next summer. Look, just have some hope, okay? Have some faith in yourself. Yeah, but it's just like... Ugh. No, I definitely like it. The summer's like my busy months for work. Sure, So then sure. you gotta take time off for that. Gotta figure that all out. Get your schedule and together. The Carolina's not really a place you can travel to in the off-season. No. no. I mean, well, I don't know. 
feel like the, I, I feel like even in the off season that would be a very enjoyable experience. Like I'll go to Disney in the off season. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I've done that. So I, I, as many places I can go in the off season, I'm going to go in the off season because it's cheaper. Yeah, I, I would definitely love cheap. to go to the Carolinas in the off season, but I think that's more because I'm more of a I'm more of that type that wants to be more in my own space, right? Uh, there's less people around well, in the you off go season. To the Carolinas on the beach when it's 20 degrees and a snowstorm, and let me know how your vacation is. Well, typically, especially if you go to like South Carolina, you're not going to encounter that. It, it typically sits a little warmer, you know, 40, 50, even 50 degrees. Uh, that is not beach weather. Hey, that is good enough for me. That's better than it is up here. Typically, in, in the winter this it was year, 60 aside, degrees here last week. What are you? That's talking an about anomaly, though. That is not what normal are you talking for about New meteorologist York. Nick. That is not normal for New York, and you know that. This year what has are you been talking an anomaly. About meteorologist Nick. This year has been. But anyways, an we got plenty of news to get into. We do. We do. Jump in. Uh, meteorologist Nick over there is going to give us an all a lesson on the weather <laughs> across the country, but. Um, President Biden just made his first official statement about those three high altitude objects shot down over the weekend in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron. I know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. So then why shoot them down? The president said they were flying at an altitude that passed a threat to aviation. So out of an abundance of caution, they had to come down. He said these three are very different than the huge surveillance balloon shot down on february 4th the pentagon said that it definitively came from china and it was on a spy mission china confirmed the balloon was theirs but denies that they were spying again china did confirm that this balloon was theirs however they do not say that they were spying they do not say it was a spy balloon they say that it was a weather balloon that happened to fly over the united states uh, and veered off course. The president said that the military is still trying to recover the wreckage of those three objects, and the intelligence agencies are still assessing what is going on. Though Biden echoed what the National Security Council said, quote, we're probably seeing more of these because we changed the parameters on our radars, end quote. President Biden also outlined four steps the U.S. government would take, and the president ordered the following. Number one, for the responsible agencies to get a better understanding of what objects are floating in our skies. Number two, implement better capability to detect benign objects and actual threats to the United States. Number three, update the rules for all those who want to launch or fly objects into our skies. And number four, work with our allies and partners to set up a global norm for airborne objects. President Biden said the U.S. needs, quote, sharper rules to track, monitor, and potentially shoot down unknown aerial objects because at this point, these types of objects aren't really regulated. President Biden said the rules would remain classified so as not to, quote, give a roadmap to our enemies to try and evade our defenses. President Biden had his physical on Thursday, and his doctor released a five-page memo of the result. Right, so here's what he found out. President Biden is healthy, 
vigorous and had a small legion removed today. Uh, and Biden does have a history of non-melanoma skin cancer. Gastrophobia reflux leads to him clearing his throat more often. He has a stiff gait, which requires physical therapy. He had normal labs, normal optometry, and normal dental. He is fit to successfully execute the duties of the President of the United States. The five-page report can be found in the show notes below. So many people worry about the increased risk of a tax audit, and for good reason. Remember that $80 billion Congress gave to the IRS for the next 10 years? A large part of that money is supposed to be used to hire possibly as many as 87,000 employees. So if they hire all these people, does that mean more audits for Americans making less than $400,000 a year? Here's what the guy nominated to be the IRS commissioner had to say. And compliance priorities will be focused on enhancing IRS's capabilities to ensure that America's highest earners comply with applicable tax laws. So that answer seems like a no. Daniel Werfel testified in front of the Senate Finance Committee at his confirmation hearing. Senators who were grilling him also brought up the fact, which we reported on a while back in early May of 2021, that lower income earners get audited at a much higher rate than the super wealthy and corporations. There are a whole bunch of reasons why this happens, but it's generally because it's harder to audit the wealthy and the IRS doesn't currently have the manpower to make it happen. So is Werfel going to fix that? We should be able to look at the audit footprint and see balance. I don't think, based on what I know now, that the, there is balance today. But if there is a balance that imbalance, that is concerning, especially if there's a disparate impact on, on poor people. Uh, if poor people are more likely to be audited than wealthy, that is something that I think uh, potentially degrades public trust and needs to be addressed uh, within the tax. Werfel also said that he plans to publicly release the plan on exactly how the IRS will spend that $80 billion over the next 10 years and take a closer look at those high income earners who aren't paying what they should be. The Senate Finance Committee will vote to advance Werfel's nomination, and then the full Senate will vote on his confirmation. A special grand jury report on whether then-President Donald Trump and his allies tried to unlawfully interfere in the 2020 election. Results in Georgia says the grand jury believes some witnesses may have lied under oath. Quote, a majority of the grand jury believes that perjury may have been committed by one or more witnesses testifying before it. A section of the report released Thursday said, quote, the grand jury recommends that the district attorney seek appropriate indictments for such crimes where the evidence is compelling. The newly unsealed portions of this report also reveals new information about the scale of the investigation, but did not shed light on who the jury believes should be charged and what for besides perjury? The report says that the grand jury, quote, received evidence from or involving 75 witnesses during the course of this investigation, the overwhelming majority of which information was delivered in person under oath. 
The report also flatly says that there was no election fraud that would have changed the results of the 2020 presidential election. The report says that the panel, quote, heard extensive testimony on the subject of alleged election fraud from poll workers, investigators, technical experts, and state of Georgia employees and officials, as well as from persons who still claim that fraud took place. We find by a unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place. End quote. The Fulton County District Attorney said weeks ago that a decision on possible indictments is, quote, imminent, though we haven't seen anything just yet. The former president's legal team released a statement in response to this report, and that came out on Thursday, and it says, quote, the long-awaited important sections of the Georgia report, which do not even mention President Trump's name, have nothing to do with the president because President Trump did absolutely nothing wrong. You can read the nine-page report by clicking the link in the show notes. Pennsylvania Democrat Senator John Fetterman is still recovering from a stroke and has checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office released a statement Thursday. Fetterman, who has struggled with the after effects of a stroke he suffered last May, checked himself in Wednesday night. Quote, while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, said in a statement, Fetterman was evaluated Monday by the attending physician of Congress, Dr. Mohan, who recommended inpatient care at Walter Reed. Fetterman's chief of staff said John agreed and he is receiving treatment on a voluntary basis. Gentleson also said, quote, after examining John, the doctors at Walter Reed told us that John is getting the care he needs and will soon be back to himself. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in Georgia Washington University Hospital, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. Fetterman's office has said that tests found no evidence of a new stroke or a seizure. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Fetterman, quote, is getting the help he needs and is expected to return soon, but declined to answer questions about Fetterman's condition. The Democratic caucus is, quote, totally behind him, Schumer said. The fact is, we still don't know. Michigan law enforcement held a press conference Thursday, given a few more details about what they are discovering days after a gunman shot eight people, critically injuring them and killing three others on the campus of Michigan State. Police said they are looking at a note found in a backpack the shooter was carrying for a possible clues for a motive. Quote, it appears based on the content of the note, that he felt that he was slightened in some way by people or business, according to one of the investigators. The note reportedly threatened several institutions, including a church, a New Jersey school district, and various businesses to which he had personal ties. The 43-year-old shooter was by himself at the time of the attack and has no connection to the victims or to Michigan State as a student or employee, police said. Investigators said that the investigation is, quote, massively complex. Meanwhile, the students and the campus community are devastated and some are still scared to return to the university. Tesla is recalling 362,000 vehicles equipped with its high-profile advanced driver assistance feature. A technology marketed 
As a self-driving beta in response to regulators' pressure, the U.S. top car safety agency said. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration posted a notice Thursday saying that some Teslas, in rare circumstances, could violate local traffic laws, potentially increasing the risk of a collision if a driver fails to intervene. NHTSA, the auto industry's main regulator, said it told Tesla late last month about potential concerns. Tesla said it would deploy an over-the-air software update in the coming weeks to improve how the technology negotiates certain driving maneuvers during the relevant conditions, especially when it comes to yellow lines and areas with multiple speed zones. Getting into rapid news, a new form of birth control for men is showing promising results in lab mice, rendering them temporarily infertile via a single injection dose. Authorities are investigating the circumstances surrounding a 90-foot fall in the Niagara Gorge on Monday in which a woman was killed and her five-year-old son was critically injured. Nick, what do you got for this Monday morning good news? All right, so for my good news story this morning, we have what I can only describe as a really, really amazing story. So back in 1945, when World War II was coming to a close, Duke Whedon was sent to Okinawa as part of the third wave of troops sent over there again towards the end of the war. And when he came up onto the beach, he found an old photo album just kind of sitting in the sand and he decided to take it with him in hopes that one day, once everything was over, he could return it to its original owner. Now, Whedon never did find the owner of that photo album. It stayed in his Navy trunk throughout his entire life uh, after he got back home to Portland, Oregon. And once he passed away in 2012, his wife Caroline found it along with uh, their son, and they decided to embark on basically a journey to try and reunite it with its original owner's family. So they went through so many different lines. They originally started with uh, one of the son's friends who was Chinese and could somewhat translate for them uh, when they made phone calls or to help translate some of the writing, but they weren't able to get very far uh, just that way. So she eventually turned to uh, a guitar teacher that she knew who had a lot of friends who were Japanese and who spoke it very fluently and they were able to translate every line of the photo album and eventually help track down that original family. So all that time, all that time later, 1945 to now, it has finally been reunited with that family through all of these efforts. This is just a really neat story and that it finally found its way back to the original owner's family. You know... I mean, it's a, just a simple, heartwarming story. Over all that time, it so easily could have just been forgotten, or even when they found it, they could have just thought of it as, oh, you know, this is just an old memory. He never really got to return it. Oh, well. So mm -hmm. to really go through all of this, to make so many phone calls, to have it completely translated through, you know, friends of friends, essentially, it's really a cool story, and it was a lifetime wish of her husband so the fact that they were able to finally make that happen is, is just awesome what a great good news sorry nick you'll be back here tomorrow with an eye on the ball That's and right. then wednesday morning with an idiots in the news Woo. you're not going to want to miss this week's idiots in the news but until friday morning everybody or wednesday i guess i could say but until then enjoy the start <laughs> to your week everybody bye guys